Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. If you tuned in last week, you know that I am kind of starting a series on just sharing with you guys this season of pruning that I'm in right now, which I find really fitting, especially since we just finished up Easter. And, um, you know, in the book of John, it talks a lot about us abiding in Christ and him abiding in us and pruning and all of that. And I just fully believe that that is the season that he has brought my husband and I in together and he is going to be pruning things in both of us individually, but also pruning things in us uh, relationally together. So I'm just going to kind of take you guys through this season with me. And um, this week's episode is on living with less of my flesh. And I've just been praying that God would show me the things that he wants me to learn in the midst of all of this, the things that my pride is blinding me from. And I've kept having the verse, Psalm 73, 26, just said over and over again in my head and on my heart. And that verse says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. So I tend to look at failure as typically a one-sided thing. Either I failed or someone else failed me. But God is showing me Um, not just in this season, like he's shown me this before, but I feel like, you know, again, pride has been blinding me to seeing that failure in our flesh is typically accompanied by others' failures. It's rarely ever just a one-sided deal. And by that, I mean that my failures typically stem from how someone else failed me. Um, Again, I'm not just speaking about currently in my season. I'm just speaking in general, like the way that I can react in certain ways that comes from me being failed in that way by somebody else. Um, and I just, I believe that God is showing me that instead of being prideful and thinking that, you know, someone else can only fail me and it's always their fault. Well, their failure, the ways that their flesh is failing because we all are going to, Um, because we have sin in our life, that's stemming from something else. That's stemming from either something that someone else did to them um, or a particular season they've walked through where they felt failed by the way something came together. But Psalm 73, 26, it's giving me a peace in knowing that um, my failures and the other people that have failed me that doesn't change who God is. God won't fail me because I have failed him, because other people have failed him. Like God never changes. He is who he says he is. Um, He will always be who he says he is. It never changes. He doesn't waver in that way. And when I read this verse, um, you know, in the first part of what the promise is of the verse is that God is the strength of my heart. So he is the strength of my heart. I have got to take this so, so much more literally when I'm in a really hard season, because 
honestly, God's truths, they can sting when we're in a season of pain or a season of hard, like, um, you know, there are Bible verses. I feel like people just kind of throw around, like it's going to make everything better. It's like a bandaid. And I know that God's word is a healing tool. I mean, his word heals us. It makes the broken pieces of our heart fit back together. But people sometimes just throw around, um, you know, God's word as if it's this like quick magical fix that's going to completely fix a season of life that you're in. Um, and I think having that unrealistic truth also sometimes makes it hard to get into God's word when things aren't easy because I read his word and I'm like, but God, you're supposed to be the strength of my heart and you're my portion forever. But I can find myself wondering, like with this verse in particular, when I'm going through, you know, a hard season, I'm wondering, okay, God, how can you be the strength of my heart when my heart feels hardened? Like my heart is kind of feeling a little bit distant, not really sure, you know, what's going on right now. Um, But this is where I then have to just trust that God's light will permeate the darkness of doubt that's trying to seep in. And like in these hard seasons, when God's word sometimes stings, I have to trust that like that is God doing a work in me and know, um, you know, just because I read this verse when I'm feeling really down, it's not going to completely change my situation because God has to do a work in me to help change the situation, to help grow me through a situation. You know, you can't just read a few Bible verses and feel like your life is now complete. Your walk with Jesus is now complete. You know him fully. Like that is not how that is. And I think this verse speaks so much truth to that because then it goes on to say, um, you're the strength of my heart and my portion forever, like forever. It will never end. It is all we need. God is all I need. Like I need to just sit in this truth, um, probably forever. This needs to be a, a verse that I probably say and pray for myself every single day. Cause I never want to forget that he is my portion forever. Like if you're like me, um, I, I like to know, you know, how everything's going to end. And I want like a picture of just what life is going to look like. So wrapping my mind around forever feels impossible. And I think for a good reason, because I should not be allowed to know what forever looks like. But when I really sit in this truth and realize that like, he's truly all I ever need. Um, he is sufficient in all things. When I sit in that and I trust that truth, there's so much security in this. And I can find my heart starting to slow down and knowing that I can rest my security in Christ. Like I don't have to always feel jumbled and anxious and worrying about something and, you know, like trying to figure everything out, if I can just sit in the fact that God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, I can find so much security in those words. Another big truth that God is teaching me in this verse is that God is the strength of my heart. That means I can't be. My strength runs out. My hope can turn into hopelessness. 
and my flesh can only get me so far. And for me, I know I can say in the last seven and a half years that I've now been walking with Christ, my flesh has never gotten me very far. It is most generally making me take about 10 steps back and getting me into more of an issue than I was to even begin with. You know, God has also shown me that, um, you know, within having to come to the place of realizing and, you know, wiping the pride out of my own heart that I can't be my own strength. Um, That also means that, you know, there are some pretty deep running insecurities that I have that are from my past. And um, I've brought those into, you know, my relationship with my husband. I've brought some of them into my, you know, friendships with people that I'm really close with. Um, But these deep insecurities, they start to skew how I see God. Um, They start to create a fog for how I feel like people perceive me. They start to create a fog for how I'm starting to perceive other people to be. And today I, um, I went to counseling and I sat down with her with you know, a handful of things I want to talk about. And one thing was a dream that I've had, um, that I've really been struggling with and struggling with it a, because it was not a good dream and B it really struck these deep, deep insecurities that I have with myself. And, you know, I ended up in a downward spiral, just trying to analyze what this dream meant and what was God really telling me. And, was exactly what I dreamed, exactly what's happening, you know, and I have found myself in so much anxiety over this whole situation. But the beauty in knowing that God is the strength of my heart, that also means that he has equipped other people, other believers with the truths that we need our heart to hear. Because I can tell you, when I sit down in counseling, My phone is on silent. Um, Yes, my son was with me, so he was playing, but still, my phone was on silent. You know, her phone's on silent. It is completely quiet in there. It is just me, her, Cam, and the Lord. And the truth that she shared with me about this dream that I had, um, I know it was the Lord. And... I haven't even told her this. I'm going to text her and share this with her, but driving on my way to my appointment with her, I prayed, God, please let your words be in her mouth. Lord, I need your wisdom. And I sat down with her and we're working through this and I share about this dream and literally the words that she said, I have not thought about this entire situation. And it's when I realize and I can, again, getting pride out of my heart. When my heart starts to grow weak and when my faith starts to get weary, I need to remember that I can call upon another Christian, um, a person that's full of godly discernment and 
someone who can get an outside view of what's going on, but they can discern God's voice and be the source of his strength for me. God literally used her to speak his truth into me. And that is so incredible to me that like, Literally this verse, when he says he is the strength of my heart and he is my portion forever, that means that he is going to equip other people to speak to me when I feel like I can't hear him clearly. Which this is going to bring me to my next point. Um, I've got to talk about the word heart. You know, in the beginning of the verse, it says my flesh and my heart may fail. I know this might sound... Um, a little odd to some of you guys, but when I was just writing this message and I was writing the word heart, I noticed that here, H-E-A-R, is the main part of the word heart. If I'm falling prey to the lies and doubts and the fears that the enemy or other people are instilling in me, I cannot hear God. And if I can't hear God, How can I expect to feel healing in my heart? Seriously, I was just talking with a girlfriend about this yesterday. She was saying how, um, you know, she's always listening to something. She's very rarely just in the quiet. And I know I can kind of get trapped in that too, where, you know, I'm on the phone a lot or, you know, whatever it may be. There's just kind of a constant noise going on. Our lives are filled with so much noise. There's good noise. But there's really bad noise. But at some point, this noise is going to get in the way of his voice. And and in that, it's getting in the way of us being able to hear what he wants for us. So for me, getting to sit down in that quiet counseling room with no other distractions, God was able to speak so clearly through somebody else. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go to a counseling session to hear from the Lord, but what I'm saying for me, and I hope for you, is that you realize the importance of quiet, of no noise, no music, um, you know, no audiobooks, no anything, literally sitting in silence with the Lord, or sitting in silence with your phone on silent with somebody else. And just truly having that deep connection with God or with another believer that can really speak truth to you. I'm also finding in this season that I can create more noise in my head, A, just with my thoughts alone, but B, if I go around and I feel like I need to tell every single person that I know what's going on in my life right now, that is not beneficial to me. It's not benefiting my season, um, honestly, it's probably not benefiting them either. But I have told a few um, here in these last two days, I reached out to um, a mentor of mine and um, another girlfriend that I'm very close with that we share just really deep prayer requests with. And I know that like, that's a safeguard for me. That's what God wants for me. He wants me to not share the story with everybody and to share X, Y, and Z, but to say, hey, I need prayer in this. Can you ask the Lord to help me in these areas? 
Can you help me by asking God to quiet the noise going on in my head? So guys, I pray that this week you can join me in trying to actually hear from God so that our hearts can truly be healed and be rid of some of these things getting in the way of who God says he is. Um, They're getting in the way of, honestly, they change the way we see him and they change the way that we believe in him. Because I've been finding myself in this last couple of weeks just with my own stuff saying, God, can you just tell me X, Y, and Z? Can you just like tell me this is or this isn't? That's not how that works though. And our pastor totally hit it at home with this at our Easter Sunday um, message when he said that if we're demanding God to basically spell it out in the clouds and we're telling him how we want him to tell us something, we're putting him below us. And I don't know if Pastor Ed, like, (laughs) I feel like he was saying that right to me. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it just was one of those things where you're sitting in your chair at church feeling like, wow, God just saw literally straight to my heart. And I feel like I'm learning in all of this that like, again, the truth in this verse for today, um, that my flesh and my heart are going to fail God is not going to spell out in the sky for me the answers. I First of all, I don't deserve that. And second of all, I'm asking him that out of a fear-based desire for myself. When really what I needed to do was be praying for God to give me the wisdom just to find the right people to ask to be praying for me. And again, like t- today with... Um, just praying before I went and met with my counselor that God, please give her the words to speak wisdom to me. Give her your words. I wasn't asking him to do anything crazy or, you know, do something out of a fear-based desire. My heart truly wanted to hear from him today. So I pray that this week You can just, again, join me while I'm walking this out too, but just join me in being able to actually hear from God so we can really have him work in our hearts and soak itself up in Psalm 76, 23. That my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at livingwithlesspodcast.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.